The Spanish Announce Table. Tom, it is episode 253 of the Spanish Announce Table. Uh, does that mean anything to you? It means that um, we are getting closer to WrestleMania, obviously. Uh, that's that's true, but it was the wrong answer. It means nothing to you. It means absolutely nothing. But Tom, uh, this weekend might have been something to you. Uh, I know you had a hot date. I did. I yeah. did. It was a very emotional uh, roller coaster <laughs> night of events uh-huh. with my date. Uh, at, at, at the start, it was pleasant and promising. Started off with good small talk, mm-hmm. escalated to joy mm-hmm. and um, excitement. Exclamations even, right? Like out loud. Exclamations. Pounding on yeah. the table. However, it slowly deteriorated mm-hmm. to uh, sadness mm-hmm. and longing for better times. That's like most of your relationships. And reflection and reflection. Yeah. yeah, actually, oddly enough, this like, date like really of, reflected mm-hmm. most of my relationships in my life. Yeah, including that that emotionality, including that that emotionality came from external sources on the other person. Like you didn't necessarily cause it. I did not cause right. it at all. Yeah, right. Yeah. Right. Much like every bad situation in my life, it mm-hmm. wasn't my fault. Right. Yeah, and there was no sex, not even a kiss. None. Yeah. Nope. Yeah. So my date, uh, for those who did did not know, uh, it was Tim. Yeah, it was me. Right. Yeah. Once I said no sex, people were like, "Well, it can't be Tim. He gives it up too easy." <laughs> like he's right. He's just... <laughs> but but the roller coaster of emotions was due in part to the K State mm. Wildcats basketball game in the Big Twelve tournament against the Iowa State Cyclones, mm-hmm. in which. It was a back and forth affair that ultimately ended with Iowa State yeah. prevailing and winning said yeah. basketball game. And then, then there was this family of Iowa State fans there, and I mean like younger kids too, like probably younger than ten, right? Both the kids, don't you think? And mm-hmm. or around that, right? And then they're all dressed up in their Iowa State gear, and then I just sports hate them for no reason, you know, because they're yep. having a good time over there. When I'm like, ah, oh. yeah, I think I saw you try to trip one of them. That was cool. I mean, just the small one. Yeah, adult. The small I mean, adult. it won't hurt. The, yeah, it won't hurt that bad if they're a kid, right? You you can't really get hurt that bad falling quicker. down as a child. They heal yeah, quicker. Exactly. They're used to it. They fall down all the time, uncoordinated. I didn't actually. You know what I mean? They they ran over my foot, man. Um, mm-hmm. uh, no, but it it was a fun day. We went uh, to a little spot down here near me. I, I'd never been there either. Uh, but um, uh, was it Danny's? Danny's. Danny's. Yep. Beautiful Kansas City, Kansas. Um, uh, that may scare some people, but there's different parts of Kansas City, Kansas. I assure you this place is not. You don't need to be, uh, you know, packing extra protection, right? But you don't need to go above and beyond for this part. Maybe. Maybe. Yeah. You do. Know, that's it up was to a you. good time. That's up to you. <laughs> it, was a, it was a lower rated version of a Buffalo Wild Wings. It very much was. Yeah. I mean, uh, although we had a nice, sizable booth to ourselves. Oh, yeah, it was great. Like right. I said, I loved yeah. it. It was, it was awkward sitting on the same time. side, but, you know, whatever. And that waitress, man, every five minutes, hey, can we help you? Hey, does this? I was like, Just chill the, f- chill yeah. out, lady. I tried to tell, because we didn't order, like, I think we got, like, apps, right? Like, we didn't even order, like, full meals, right? Like, I, I tried to let them know when I get there. I was like, I mean, we'd be fun at the bar. Like, I don't want to, like, take up a mm-hmm. whole, you know what I mean? Yeah. And she was like, table or booth. And I was like, that's when I explained the thing, right? And she was like, yeah, so, like. 
booth and i was like i mean sure whatever right like i get whatever as long as i can see the tv I and there's like well. five thousand tvs so you couldn't miss it i tipped her well i was notified from my app that did you really mean to do this that's how oh. well i tipped her i tipped her 42 percent. oh wow you and they yeah. said did you mean to do this and i was like yeah you doubled down on me there man that's good i like that that's good yeah. i'm a cheap date <laughs> well i'm a yeah i'm a thrifty <laughs> thrifty there yeah yeah that was um economical yeah no it was good i think we were we did what the the uh the guy friends do right we were there to bitch about work and ladies and and you know although although uh, I wanted to follow in your footsteps and promise goods and then not deliver. Uh, I have said, uh, if you've listened to past episodes, I have Aiden English still in my possession. Mm-hmm. Totally forgot. I think that sucks. Yep. Yeah. Yep. It, yeah. it was, uh, I, I, so it was about a 20 minute drive for me. And I would say about 16 minutes into the drive, I said, son of a bitch. And I realized I forgot it. Yeah, and I was like, well, I'm not turning around. Yeah. You told yourself you're an idiot. Yeah. 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 Said that plenty of times. Yeah. And then plenty. you told me that and I said, I definitely think you suck. So, but you know what I mean? That's what friends do. You know, we forget to send shirts, you know, we forget to bring dolls, return books, action figures. Yeah, action figures. Yeah, we uh, we don't we we say we got action figures, but then we don't give it to each other. Um, we let each other borrow books, but then don't return it. Mm-hmm. It's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. 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 <laughs> I actually read some more of that book th- uh, this weekend. Well, That's yeah. another thing I did. So, yeah, so we're in this fun journey of Tim reading the autobiography of yeah. Daniel Bryan. Uh, I have read it. It's my book. Uh, I lent it to Tim. Tim is taking uh, a walkabout with the book. I haven't uh, read it. it this is the at... only stuff I've like read, and I don't even yeah. know so, how long. So to give people an update, because most people are familiar with Daniel Bryan's career, where are you at in his career and journey? I am right the at book. the part in, in the book where he's like, um, I, I think the last time you asked, I was at this part, but I was starting it, and I, had, I got no further. I'm at the end of the part now where he's um, – uh, right arriving at mania right for the big mania 30 right so and now as that part as he told that story going through that day right like leading up through all that stuff um gotten through that so i'm still i think that's that's still about halfway through the you know what i mean like i don't even think yeah and for people that have not read the book and maybe confused on how tim said yeah, they they tell the book in two stories. It starts with the beginning of his career, and then the next chapter goes to the day of WrestleMania 30. Right. So it's, you know, I started my career uh, in Seattle, yada, 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 yada. Next chapter, on WrestleMania 30, I did press as we woke up in the hotel room, yada, yada, right. yada. And then they go. So it's a little bit of a jump back and forth where it's telling two stories, but all ultimately leads to one conclusion. Um, so if people yeah. said, like, what are you talking about? You're in the middle of the book and it's WrestleMania 30. It's because it's told in that story in that format. It's, so there it's hard for me to kind of describe also then exactly where I'm at in that because I kind of don't. You know, what I mean, it jumps back and forth. Like you're saying, I guess mm-hmm. I'm at, I would say I'm roughly halfway ish through. Well, good luck. Hopefully, hopefully by episode 300, we get it done. Yeah. I'll have to go look and give you a page number update. Teach. How swim trunk. Hey, have you, uh, have you done any, um, bowling? We did not do bowling this weekend because my wife was out of, my wife was out of town until, you know, midday Sunday, uh, with a friend helping her out. 
And um, so we did not do the bowling this weekend. Um, we did do a swim trunk uh, soccer practice yesterday. Um, and he'll have his first game back uh, since the injury on Saturday. So that'll be interesting. So we'll see if I get kicked out already. Right? Yeah. 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 Kick out watch 2019. Yes. Yes. Hey, Spring well, 19. We didn't do too, yeah, we didn't do too much uh, this weekend. As you can tell, we're kind of just – uh, filling some time here as we kind of collect ourselves getting ready for the podcast episode because we don't fact check or prepare. But we do have some news headlines. Mm-hmm. And Tim, you actually informed me of a big headline when we start off with your news story of the week. The iconic WWE headquarters. Have you seen it? You've seen it before, obviously, I've, in pictures. You ever been been there or anything? No, I've never yeah. been, but I've definitely seen it you know, dozens of times and always wanted to go. I've stood on the doorstep. You know, you can't really, I mean, you could go in, but they're going to be like, get out of here. You know what I mean? There's Mm -hmm. not, you know what I mean? They don't really do tours and stuff like that. Um, But, I mean, it's iconic and you can see it. Like, it just has this iconic, like, ominous on the landscape, if you will. And they are getting rid of that, Tom. They are moving their headquarters, which uh, in a process that should be complete by 2021, they think, uh, to a new spot in Stanford that's newer, bigger, made for more with video production in mind. They'll be able to house everything that's now in different buildings Yada, 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 you know, corporates grow and there we go. Yeah, and it makes sense because, you know, as these huge conglomerates or even just mega powers in one industry grow, such as an ESPN or a Disney, which Disney owns ESPN, but you know what I'm talking about, those uh, companies that are iconic, uh, Google, um, Facebook even, they've moved away from – They've moved away from two towers such as WWE has and more to a campus where essentially it's like a college campus where that building does this and then this building does that. And then as you drive down Vince McMahon Boulevard, it has this. And so I can definitely see them going that route. And I think what they've got is it's in a corporate like building park, right? But I think the building is all theirs, right? But I think it's Mm -hmm. in a... Like almost like a, I want to say from what I gather from the story, and again we don't fact check. It's kind of like a corporate woods, if you know what I'm talking about. There, if you're in the KC area, mm-hmm. yep. you know what I'm talking about. So, so uh, kind of mm-hmm. one of those things. And they've got the building leased for like years upon years upon years. Whereas the one they've got now, I think they own. So they're gonna, I think they're gonna sell that one. Yeah, that's what I read mm-hmm. in the quick report that I read. Yep. Is they're gonna sell that off and then um, move into Pay this for another yeah, year of Brock corporate. Lesnar. Woods section. Yeah. Yeah, they need something. Uh yeah. It's it's gonna be interesting. I hopefully with the new renovations, like you said, twenty twenty one is far enough away to where you can get some planning now and have it executed by twenty twenty one. But it's also uh not too far away to where you can just kind of sit on it and go like, Oh, I guess maybe we should do something. But it would be cool is if you know one of the biggest rumors each WrestleMania season is, wouldn't it be awesome if they had a physical WWE Hall of Fame? And with a new campus, you know, or whatever we're going to call this headquarters, I feel like this would be the best opportunity to say, here's our headquarters. You know, those two buildings are are designated for the WWE Hall of Fame, starting with Andre going to, you know, whatever. I don't know if that location is the best at Stanford, Connecticut, you know? Yeah, and, you know, they've talked about going to Tampa because Tampa is also kind of like the second home for WWE. Uh, I think it would be cool for Stanford. And this is why. This this is why I'll, I'll make that argument. Is with Tampa, 
you're competing with a lot, right? You have the the baseball team, you have the football team, you have the beaches, you have the bars. Stanford has fucking rain. And yeah. even though that's not like a destination place, you're the big king shit. And, you know, you're the yeah. big fish in well, a small pond kind of thing. Well, and so what people don't get either is that, I mean, that's not, I mean, it's not part of the New York metropolitan area, but a lot of people that work in the New York metropolitan area live in Stanford or those kind of surrounding cities that's that close and they take the same fucking trains in that they that take you right into the heart of New York. I've ridden it and that's how you know what I mean? We went you know what I mean? I like we went, parked our car and I stayed uh, in a hotel down by Stanford. That's kind of why I went there and did that while we were visiting New York and we rode that train in New York every day. Actually we stayed at a La Quinta plug for them because they um they allow dogs at like a cheap rate, right? It was like twenty five dollars a night right and you can bring the dog right deposit um and no matter how many dogs you got 25 bucks flat fee you know what i'm saying um now the flip side of that was this one was rotten i needed to take seven showers leaving that hotel that place was not kept uh, well. you know it's Ooh. okay that's fine Ooh. that's all fine that's Ooh. easy it's okay worth it it was worth it. Yeah, it was. It was easy. I got to go stand on the WWE uh, thing, get thrown off when I asked for an application, uh, but that's another story. And then, um, yeah, you, you ride said, into bring town. your co-host. Then you ride into New York. I mean, I mean, yeah, you're on there. Maybe I don't know, thirty minutes or more, or something. I'm sure, but but yeah, hey, you know, uh, maybe you're right. Maybe they could put a hotel. But yeah, and it's nice for them to move when they own the place now, right? It's not costing them extra money, right? That's just future assets and, and cash assets they're going to get or whatever, right? So they can take their time in this move. So, yeah, as you say, it should be seamless. Well, another thing that will be seamless is AJ Styles transitioning into his new uh, WWE contract. This is going to be interesting because, you know, obviously uh, AEW All Elite Wrestling merging as a big player uh, in the pro wrestling landscape, trying to sign as much talent as they can to compete with the WWE, even though they're saying, you know, we're not directly trying to compete with WWE. We're trying to be an alternative. Obviously, if anyone at the status of an AJ Styles is available, all elite wrestling would be trying to sign them. Uh, So there was speculation, you know, I remember a few weeks back, some, uh, you know, Twitter handle that says they're a publication said AJ Styles has had resigned and AJ says this is not true at all which then started oh man has AJ you know he's friends with the young bucks he obviously has a relationship with Kenny Omega and all those guys uh you know is he starting to warm Jericho, up to the idea man. of leaving yeah Jericho is he starting to warm up to the idea of leaving and in the most AJ Styles fashion <laughs> you know i feel like this is the just tailor-made how he did this. He posted a picture of just the beautiful, just cutest pup in the world. Just Tiny adorable, little sleeping little. Yeah, just the newest. Had all the uh-huh. morning breath. And I just want to put my face in his face and just love like on him. Soft cotton he ball. says, this is the. Yeah, he goes, this is the newest member of my family. Also, I've signed a new WWE contract. What a cute little guy. Right. And I thought. Uh, I signed a new contract with WWE is a real weird name for a dog, but Hey, you know, who am I to judge? No, I'm kidding. Uh, but I thought it was just the most AJ styles way to say, here's a new dog. Oh, by the way, I also resigned. So leave me alone about it. Um, obviously AJ styles joined in 2016 at the Royal rumble being the surprise number three entrant. I think it was, uh, we don't fact check. Um, going into WrestleMania this year, 
Uh-huh. His match with Randy Orton could be uh, a show-stealing event. Looking forward to that. Uh, yeah. But, yeah, he has re-signed. Um, I has think it this is, years? I think this is a very smart move, though, because, yeah, he could have easily went to AEW. But over there, he's just going to be another one of those guys trying to do this thing, right? In WWE, he almost has to be positioned the way he's positioned now as one of their main top babyface dudes on that brand because he's going to be that that alternative to that AEW type for WWE. You know what I mean? Like that that indie mm-hmm. loved flips and shit, but still, you know what I mean? But can actually, you know what I mean? He's the best of that, right? Because he can still go with anybody else in any kind of style in, you know what I mean, any kind of match tell any version of that right like he could wrestle a small guy and play the you know what i mean shove him around or do whatever he can flip heel or baby face so i feel like he's a great main event utility player for wwe for them to hold on to i'm sure i'm sure this came to a nice deal that he was probably uh yeah the only thing i would be curious about is he's 41 years old so you have to think you know even though yeah, his in-ring ability is on par with anyone in the world. His promos, at least for judging AJ Styles as a standalone talent, is at an all-time high. Yep. Uh, he seems the most comfortable I've ever seen him yep. uh, on both sides of what we deem a pro wrestler, the promo side and the wrestling side. Uh, but, you know, LeBron James going into his 16th season was looking like the most unstoppable force in NBA. Mm-hmm. And then by the end, he's getting bull- named Nick uh, and he looks old. So when will that happen for AJ Styles? Right. Uh, You know, father time is undefeated. Right. And so father time is undefeated. It catches up to everyone at 41 years old and putting your body through a minor car wreck each time. You know, when will that catch up to him? That's the only thing I wonder is, is it a three year deal, two year deal every day, twice on Sunday, right? Right. That's where, yeah, I would assume also with this contract, and this is just speculation, maybe he's not making the Des Moines, Iowa trip oh, on yeah, a house show, so. right? Yeah, there could be maybe that, yeah. he's not making the the Miami uh, all-access event. Yeah, rarely will AJ Styles be at, yeah, like you're saying, uh, uh, Chattanooga on Thursday night. Right for yeah. WWE Live, you know, like, yeah, right. That's where I want to. That's where I wonder. Maybe this contract was maybe not the most guaranteed money because, good yeah. God, WWE has nine million people on staff right now. I know they're doing well, but they can't be doing like that great. So it has to be other things. Well, and there's that he's got. As you're saying, he's he's on the back end of his career, unless he turns into a Chris Jericho type that just seems to like have that Terry Funk gene, right? Just going to keep going mm-hmm. until they're eighty. He he's going to have to factor that, right? It, were there other options, right? Was it about was it about not having to make those trips? Was it about yeah, these guys are great, but what if that thing flops in two years? I don't know if I'll be welcome back, and I've got kids are going to be in college mm-hmm. by that time. I can, you know yeah. what I mean, take the guaranteed thing here that I've been trying to get to my whole damn life. Uh, so, yeah, maybe maybe he was just fine dealing with WWE. Yeah, yeah so yeah. congratulations to AJ Styles signing a new contract, getting a new pup to the to the stable. New Always dog. love that. More pups. Uh-huh. Love them little dogs. Uh, what else you got? Anything else? Uh, uh, not only Kurt Angle is retiring, Tom. 
Yeah, Kurt Angle is retiring, coming up. Kurt well, Angle. you know, storyline, We, uh, but we'll see if it's real. What if I told you another former WWE superstar has announced their impending retirement? Virgil. That's who I'd guess. No, it's he's going to still wrestle. Terry Funk. No, he's probably still, yeah, he's going to wrestle another 30 years. Yeah. Ric Flair might still um, wrestle. Okay, one last guess. Um, right, mm-hmm. one last guess. Former WWE talent finally uh, hanging it up. I think all-time greats, I go, um, let me guess. I'm going to say Coco Beware, Ooh, Hall of Famer. Close. Close. Okay, who we got? It is Adam Rose. Well, the artist formerly known as, as it were. Uh, what could have been, Tom? Remember how on fire Adam Rose was in that NXT and that whole gimmick? We were like, hey, man, this seems to work. And then it didn't. Yeah. If you remember initially, he had a very catchy song that they switched instantly. It was like two weeks of this really hot, cool song. But for copyright or whatever reasons in NXT, uh, he had to switch to a different song. That song was good as well. Yeah, but it didn't Uh, have the trademark woo and the the path or the pattern to it. It just didn't work the same. Yeah, it didn't have the pop. So Right. right there, you're kind of strike one, right? And then strike two was, it was a party thing, which was cool, but then the wrestling just felt, meh. Yeah. Like the wrestling, and even so, right, the wrestling should be second when it's a party gimmick. Sure. But his matches just seem forgettable. And then after that, he was only in an XT for, I want to say, a cup of coffee, three months or something. Right. Gets moved, moved to the main roster because you don't want a stale product up there. But then, man, they are just like, oh, hey, go with Titus. This is – don't uh, even get around Roman Reigns. But they're doing the exact same thing with No Way Jose. I mean, this is the exact same thing, is it not? Mm-hmm. It's exactly the same thing. I don't get it. But anyway, back to Adam Rose. I mean, like, um, yes, it was that. Like, these party gimmicks, it's just this thing with No Way Jose. Like – yeah, you're going to come in here, but the party goes away, and then we're all like, yeah, those guys are having a party. I'm not invited, I guess. Like, you know what I mean? You're just still up there. And then what? Like, there's no story to tell out of that. The party well, is in thing, danger. Yeah. The, I just don't know what to feel about it. Well, my thing with the party gimmick, right? So if we're going to say Adam, the originator in this current era of WWE, and now it's gone to Conga Malay Jose, party, I right? feel you're right. I feel the reason it's just shit is because they're telling us it's shit, right? So when they have a backstage gimmick and it's um, Seth Rollins and uh, Braun Strowman, right? And they're just having like a, hey, this is a strategy thing. And No Way Jose comes when the conga line comes up to those talents, right? A Braun Strowman, Seth Rollins. Mm -hmm. The reason – as I mentioned, it, it's shit is because then the conga line passes and Braun and, and Seth in this example, let's say they're baby faces, right? Mm-hmm. They just go like, that's fucking dumb. Yeah, so you're just telling the audience like, that's stupid. They don't go like, Hey man, can we like bump up this match? That really seems like a party or Hey, after we beat uh, Baron Corbin and Drew McIntyre, yeah. we have to hit they, up no way. Jose there. They gave me the key to the hotel, man. Right. It has well, to be it automatically 
dissed by the baby yeah. faces. It makes sense for Baron Corbin, right? right? To say like, this is stupid. I'm a no fun. Her. But when the baby faces are even like, ah, that's stupid and weird. Then you're just going like, well, then, yeah. yeah if they say, if just, Seth Rollins is my favorite wrestler and he says it's dumb, I think it's dumb. I just, we never follow it. You know what I mean? I never see the party anywhere outside of, like you're saying, it's, I'm expecting something or nothing, right? And all of a sudden I get, and a bunch of jack-offs and all kinds of weird-ass costumes. I, look, man, costume parties don't look this goddamn cheesy and made up, right? So, like, if you made it a little more, I get it's got to be somewhat over the top to make it, you know, otherwise mm-hmm. it just looks like a bunch of people standing around their street clothes dancing weird. So, you get, I mean, I get the costumes a little bit, I guess, but I don't know. Maybe a way to find it, make it a little bit cooler, and then find it somehow where we see something beyond this. And then what's driving me to care about anybody that then fights the person, right? Like, who's, mm-hmm. you know, I get the party may have messed up a match, right? We can tell that story once or twice, right? And then a heel gets mad about it or something, but right. I don't know what you do beyond that, right? Plenty of things. One thing that I think would be amazing is if you had the party, No Way Jose, Adam mm-hmm. Rose, like whoever that, that talent is, drive an episode of Raw, right? Mm-hmm. So welcome in. We're in Miami, Florida right now. Oh, my goodness. Here comes the conga line, right? And they come in. No way. Let's just say it's No Way Jose, right? Wait. No way. Well, yeah, Adam Rose say. retired. No so. way. <laughs> Right, yeah. So they're doing their thing, right? And that leads into, as they walk back up the stage, you know, the first promo or match, Paul Heyman comes out. He, he, you know, gets involved, does his fun thing, goes into the ring. After the segment, we're backstage, and the fucking conga line's backstage, right. which then leads us bumping into Braun Strowman. And Braun Strowman's like, hey, and I'm just using current storylines, right? Hey, uh, that asshole there, and I'm obviously not saying what they would say, but uh, like, that's what hey, say. that guy we looks like Michael check. Che. I'm going to I'm gonna choke slam this guy. And you, he choke slams one of the party guys because he thinks it's Michael Che or whatever SNL guy it is, right? And then they're like, no, 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 no. And so it kind of stops and oh, stalls. Yeah. And then Braun Strowman walks to the ring and is like, I need to tell these, you know, jackoffs that this is what's going to happen at WrestleMania. Back to the conga line. So you follow Braun to the ring. He does his thing. Drew McIntyre comes out. They can have a match. Boom, 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 boom. After that, instead of this, like, and then we got a, a new WWE Hall of Famer. Fuck that. Go back to the conga line. Where's the conga line now? Duh, 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 duh. We run into Roman Reigns. How's <laughs> Roman Reigns? He just got a concussion. Hey, I'm by the doctor. Let's talk to him. Right. <laughs> It, yeah. it, they're dri- they're driving the whole thing, and they sure. can get into, and they can get the the Baron Corbins of the world can end the whole party by hitting them with a deep six, and then Seth Rollins comes in for the save, hits the um, yeah, hits the curb again, stomp, we right. end with party. You could have a party okay. drive a whole episode of Raw. I like that, but that's another one. So now I feel like we've got three episodes booked, and now but I'm that's out. cool. Now I don't well, know hold what on, but isn't that cool? Yeah, it's cooler than anything they've given us with it. I will right. give you that. But then I like that idea. at the end, right? But then what I'm saying is at the end that blow off, right? Like let's say it's Baron Corbin or whatever. Then the next week we have a match with No Way Jose and Baron Corbin, and now we're into a story. Like we have a program. Yeah, Baron Corbin's pissed that he had. Well. Uh, curb stop because no way jose didn't mind his own business boom we got three weeks of that well they tried to do that where he like he snuck out of the congo line you know party as someone else and then he's like ah it's me bitch after he beat somebody up right he's like let's go fight yeah right 
And then the conga line can start other things, right? So you could have Dolph Ziggler in disguise in the conga line, and then he super kicks Drew McIntyre. Or regular uh, roster members could just be like regular members. You know what I mean? He could almost be a little faction, right? They're his party animals yeah. or whatever, right? Well, they, they do a little bit of that. They had the uh, the fat dum-dum. Uh, I can't think of his name, but the little uh, white chocolate dum dum no. guy. <laughs> no, well, who's the guy that like oh, I can't talk and I make funny noises and fart sounds? What's his name? He's on the tag team. The tag team. Oh Heavy now, Machine. oh now, Dozovich, yeah, yeah. Otis. Yeah, yeah, he fart uh, noises. He yeah, do, the, yeah, right. But he was in that conga line, right? You could do more things like that, right? Yeah. God damn it, that Otis thing bothers me. It's God. so insulting. It's so, it's like, so insulting. Like, I mean, I'm to expect that he's made it all this way without being able to use actual words. I mean, we're not the Bushwhackers. Well, because, I, mean, I know this is supposed to be the Bushwhackers 2.0, but like, come on. Well, the other guy, it's the Jesse and, uh, and Phineas Festus. or whatever Festus. thing. Where, Festus, where Jesse takes care of him. Don't don't look at, you know. They're gone. Festus, uh, uh, now member of the pew pew. Rubber Band Club, uh, all of their mentions and all of their bookings past Mania are, are gone, and they've been talking about like they're gone. They're probably going to AEW, by the way, to circle back to some news. The uh, Gals and Anderson. Good. Yeah. Yeah, good. I'm, well, we always yeah. said them and the Revival were the same thing, and they should pick one and go with it. I just thought if they were going to pick one and go with it, they would have went with Gals and Anderson, I guess, but I don't, I don't know. Yeah. If I'm picking, like, uh, again, Full disclosure, I don't like the Bullet Club. I never did. I didn't get it. Yada, yada, yada. That's a me thing, not a you thing. Right. Deal with it. But I thought just from a look and what they can do, I picked, if I'm picking, I'm picking yeah. Gallows and Anderson. The Revival to me, I don't get it. They look like they look like a team from the 90s. That doesn't mean they're good. They just look Yes. Thank you. That now, doesn't mean like, now, oh, they're so good. It's just look, they look like... Here's what WWE probably looked at. Like, okay, these guys are the same guys. Uh, it's like the, all right, you got a football team, right? And you got to sign a wide receiver. And you got the guy who was a big deal on the other team, but his contract's at like $15 million a year. Or you got a guy a little bit younger, maybe not as good, but also not not so much worse that you don't mind only paying him $2 million a year, right? Like, that's what it feels like went on here, right? Like, okay, mm-hmm. revival, yeah. yeah, out of what, because that's, especially the the Bullet Club guys probably wanted more uh, spotlight than they've been getting, I'm sure. You know what I mean? Like, they're used to mm-hmm. being the spotlight guys. I mean, they're the used guys. to being the big yeah. deal, and they ain't. They are not here. So, all right. I if don't they go other, to If yeah. they go to All Elite Wrestling, okay, again, uh, Gallows, you're fine. You've had a fun career. But Anderson's the money to me. And so if they go to All Elite Wrestling, don't do the damn tag team. Just split them up and make them singles and push Anderson to feud with Cody or get him there. He's the in shape, look ass, good wrestler. Got a hot Asian wife. I don't know. I'm over him. He's, you know, Carl Anderson. I don't like that, by the way. That's so, I know. Like, I don't know. It, it is. It's so does. insulting. It's it like, does. Yeah. It feel, like I hate when old men uh, refer to the wife. Like yeah. so, me and the wife. It's like she has a name. Yeah. And I just feel like when he says like I have a hot Asian wife, it's like her name's Jessica. <laughs> damn it. 
Like, treat her like yeah. a person. Yeah. She also birthed your children, asshole. Yeah. <laughs> God damn, it's so insulting when yeah. I hear that. I just don't uh, like what it. What was it? Uh, uh, old John at the radio station used to say, he'd introduce his wife to people as, have you met my first, uh, uh, yeah, he'd say, have you met my first wife? <laughs> introduce her that way. <laughs> that's a good one. Yeah. Right? That's funny. Because that's true. Yeah. Right? Okay. It's my first wife. All right. I've got no other news, Tom. You got anything before we take a break? No, I got a fun fact, and we can get out of here and then get into our general thoughts of the WWE Pro Wrestling Week as we head into WrestleMania. We will do that uh, when we return to the Spanish announce table. Fun fact, drinking alcohol improves your ability to speak a foreign language. Bonjour. The Spanish announce table. All right, we are still on the road to WrestleMania. I think we've got what? Is it two Raws left after this, or three maybe before the is the go home? Yeah, that sounds about right. Yeah, we don't fact check. Um, So they've got to wrap some of these stories up, or they probably won't on half of them. Um, So we'll just kind of drive by, do some quick hits. We'll do some deeper dives on the bigger ones. Yeah, that's how we do this, right? How about, yes, and I don't know what you're going to bring up. However, I would like to state this thing Mm. as a gripe. And this is my major gripe with the generality of WrestleMania, right? Yeah. Is we have so much airtime, WWE. They have, they have, I should say, not we. They have so much airtime to tell us stories, yet they either don't know how or are just dropping the ball in all areas because now this year's WrestleMania, we are just getting talent doing interviews, announcing I have a match with said opponent. Right. You're not even telling a story. Two of Kurt Angle's are, farewell yeah. match. Right. Kurt Angle's farewell match. Now that's the story, right? Kurt Angle's last match, right? However, the last time we did a farewell match, at WrestleMania, it had real heart and believability and uh, drive and conviction behind the storytelling with Ric Flair and Shawn Michaels. Right? This time around, Kurt Angle literally goes into a ring and say and says, "Hey, I'm going to face Baron Corbin. That'd yeah. be great." I've been more excited for the other matches on the way. Yeah. Second match. I'm more surprised than that. <laughs> yeah. Second match, you have Rey Mysterio backstage with maybe his son. Still not believing it, but whatever. I'm, who am I to judge? Doesn't look like his son. Anyhow, he raised him. Uh, yeah, he raised him. That's what I'm saying. Um, he just states, I have a match with Samoa Joe at WrestleMania. We have all of this TV time. You have one billion followers on all these stupid social media platforms, and yet the only thing that you're well, telling me that you have to do is say, "Hey, talent, say and, that you have a match." And 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 you're telling me Samoa Joe, one of the masters of storytelling, who's already done family storylines recently, and you've oh, got your yeah. son there who's already been involved in a, in a family storyline. And you mm-hmm. guys went, I think the best thing is for him to announce it in the back, in the fucking locker room. That's what your decision was. Yeah, it just, they're just, it, it, 
And I get right because they've relied so heavy on authority figure makes the match. And if it's not for a title, which even Samoa Joe's is for a title, but if it's not surrounded, if it's the storyline doesn't center around the title and who wants the title, it's as if they don't know plan C, right? So it's authority makes the figure, uh, authority figure makes the match or title makes the match. And then they go to option C and they go, talent uh just announces it like just just have the talent announce it and this is your biggest show of the year it is is just so underwhelming everything so far is underwhelming even the we'll we'll get into that so i just wanted to make that as a statement uh that was my big note is you, you can't tell me a story and you have two weeks or three weeks whatever right so maybe like you said samoa joe kidnaps Dominic or something and then that's where the story but the of the story is hey I got a match yeah really? but then like if really? you were gonna do that right if you're like okay Samoa Josie and can have him but like you could have just started it that way you could have bumped into him backstage and shoved him over and then Ray's like hey what the hell and then he's like hey don't challenge me I will make your life and your family's a living hell and then you go from there Easy. Smojo will take care of the rest. Yeah. And then Kurt Angle just saying, you know, he's been a pain in my ass, so I want my last match to be Baron Corbin. Like, you guys haven't even seen each other, you know, on screen in, like, what feels like forever as far as, like, a real legitimate beef. I don't even hate Baron Corbin. I think he's not bad for what they want him to do. He's very easily hateable, right? I mean, you yeah. want to dislike that guy, right? He does that very well, seemingly without trying very hard. Yeah, he looks like a type of he looks like the type of guy that types uh, with one finger at a time. Mm. You know? Yeah, yeah. He looks like the guy that doesn't refill the coffee pot. He looks like a flightless bird. Mm-hmm. He's the guy who like. If your candy got stuck in the vending machine, he'll later come by and shake the candy machine to then get it out and eat it himself. Yeah, yeah, he's mm-hmm. that guy. So, um, but but we don't, but we don't have a storyline. But again, we don't have a storyline. Yeah, it's just this would have been fine for me. I, I even said that like an up and coming heel who's kind of on that bubble of like, uh, you know, I could see him in a main event storyline, but he's not really. You know what I mean? Like that would be fine. But again, tell me, a, tell me a story. Tell me a story. Yeah. They're just not doing it. Yeah. All right. So we can scratch them off the list. That's good. Right there. Mysterio, Dominic, Engel. Um, okay. Ricochet and gender. All right. Okay. These this failed NXT call-ups, the two rounds of them even now. I think it the Rick nobody, nobody has said, like, you know what, the new matchups we need? Ricochet and gender. Nobody has asked for that. Nobody wanted to see it. Nobody cares. Yeah. Well, so peeking behind the curtain, right? If I'm looking at it as a smark, I believe it is a let's get Ricochet exposed to the big general audience. However, we have a crisis down in NXT where Tommaso Chan. Now has a neck injury. He's out. Uh, we need one talent that's established down there to then tell the storylines down there, right? So he's tonight. If you watch NXT, he's in the United States uh, or, or the North American Championship match uh, with Riddle and Velveteen Dream and all, and Aleister Black and all that. that. So great. I yeah. think, right? And so what I think 
is a, is happening specifically to Ricochet is, hey, we've got big plans for him, but we need to get through some pretty crucial parts Mania. for NXT. Yeah. Right. So we need to have him up on the main roster to still do his 690 splashes or whatever they're called. Mm-hmm. But we need him to fill a spot that we thought was taken, but maybe it isn't because of injuries. We need to have him fill a spot at NXT TakeOver because those – have been hitting grand slams, and I think they know that. So they need a talent like Ricochet when you know one spot's vacated to step back in and say, "Hey, hey, hey, I can, I can yeah, do that." Right? Just still don't. What even at that? Even the big plans. What could it possibly be, man? You're so oh, Ricochet on the main roster. Yeah. Oh. We have him and Drew McIntyre. I think sure. the big dastardly heel sure. takes out the but- small. Flippy We've guy. seen this experiment with Finn Balor. We've seen this experiment with. Well, yeah, it just doesn't happen. Yeah, but Ricochet. Ricochet has twelve abs yeah, and does and really new. cool moves. New to WWE, and he's new. Right. Yeah. So this is kind of like that revival, uh, you know, uh, thing again. Like, uh, and and I'll hit this again later uh, coming up. Um, it's the same sports analogy. And it's kind of what maybe the Kansas City Chiefs are doing. Um, what I've touted as what the Patriots always do. I don't care. Nobody's getting that big contract. You've gotten older. Somebody else can do this. They may not. You know what I mean? Like, there's very few all-time great stars that will bring people in on their name alone, right? It's all about the story you tell me. The Rock became a star to become the Rock Hollywood star because of the stories they wrote for him, right? And then Mm -hmm. he went Mm -hmm. to Hollywood and became what he is now, turned that into bigger Mm -hmm. than it was. But he wouldn't have got there. Dwayne Johnson wouldn't have left football and become The Rock without the WWE first, and it wasn't because he came in there and necessarily lit it on fire. There were still stories that got him over, right? Like, they're just – you yeah, can plug and I play think... some of these guys, I feel like, and you don't have to, like, oh, mm-hmm. we better sign this guy because he might go to AW. Let him. Like, I don't know. Well, I feel I feel – I feel as if right now we're in a new weird spot with WWE – uh, I've told this, you know, till I've been blue in the face that the, the stories don't matter anymore. It's content. It's how long can we get them to tune in to a name on our on our app, and how long can they stay on our app so that advertise? They're worried about minutes. That's why rumor is WrestleMania is going to be the longest event in WWE history, right? So with that content, right? They content, 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 and even us, right? Yeah. To a they're going to make 500 uh, uh, seven-minute videos for YouTube out of that. <laughs> right. And, and and this is, I think, a little bit of our our problem, too, as the IWC, is we just say, on paper, how cool would it be to have you know Chad Gable versus Kurt Angle? And you go like, yeah, that can't, they can't fuck that up, right? But then they just go, uh, you guys wanted this match, so we gave it to you. And you go, no storyline to it it's just kurt angle and chad gable wrestling and we it's they wwe i think if i'm projecting uh i think they're just saying hey we're giving you uh samoa joe ray mysterio we're giving you seth rollins brock lesnar and i believe our response is yeah but there's no story yeah what and then their retort but their retort is but it's Samoa Joe <laughs> versus Rey Mysterio. And and it's this disconnect where they're giving us really good matchups. Yeah. 
but they are a content king where they just say, we have to keep churning this. Okay, next one, next content, next content, next match. And there's no stories because they have to provide X number of yeah. hours. And, and well, it just doesn't make sense. Now, so the rumor is too that, uh, and I think I'm, we may be seeing the very beginnings of some of this, and we'll get more into it as we hit it later because I'm going to save one of the biggest ones for last. But, mm-hmm. uh, you know, suspense is killing them, I know. Um, that they're they've that's if AEW gets a good TV deal now we saw when the Forbes money list came out this guy like five times the amount of McMahon and McMahon's at an all time high uh, so this guy's got some pull so they might likely get a decent TV deal um, if they're putting out storyline driven stuff you know what I mean that could put the pressure on WWE and we've seen that Fox has said hey we need a little more bite to this. You know what I mean? Before you guys get over here. So step it up before you get over here is basically what they told them. And so, uh, you know, Mm -hmm. we'll see. But, uh, yes, that's the challenge, though, right? They're arguably, I would imagine, a large portion of their business is coming from that online social media content providing, right? And getting the advertising and the paper clicks out of that. So you've got – they've got to think in that mode. Yes, we can tell you this long, drawn-out storyline over – over three months with these great 30-minute matches, but that's hard to put in a five-minute highlight clip for YouTube, right? And that's where we've got to focus, so... But you know what isn't? A 7.30 splash from Ricochet. Exactly. Uh, or, and that's why... Or Samoa Joe wrestled yeah. fucking Rey Mysterio for two minutes, right? Mm-hmm. Like, man, is that what he's going to do? All right. Um, yeah. Hey, did you see uh, uh, Dana Brooke? I mean, it's, I've seen her. It's Dana Brooke. She Who? came out and reminded us all that it is, in fact, Dana Brooke, which I loved. I didn't pull the sound clip. I'll have to get that for next one. She, she's like, I'm Dana Brooke. And I was like, yes. Yes, you are. <laughs> Technical difficulties there. I dropped the. There it is. There it is. Yeah, it happens. Yeah. Even Babe Ruth struck out. Right. Uh, it's a two-week storyline, which, hey, with WWE right now, that's pretty good. Um, but. I don't know. I don't it was, know. It, it's good to have somebody be the sacrificial lamb to do this, like, let's make Ronda look like she's just a world beater, right? Now, they should have been doing that from the beginning. What I really am not, like, super impressed and excited about is the husband being involved. Jesus. Okay. There we go. Uh, what I'm really not excited about is the husband being involved. So... You know more about well, this Travis guy. Brown sucks. Travis Brown sucks. First off, I mean he doesn't. He suck. looks he like he sucks. My ass well, in a I mean, second. But he looks like he, he's, he's not. good. He was he was good until he met Ronda, and then he changed his training camps to Edmund. Edmund's the worst coach in MMA. Then he started sucking, and now he's out of the UFC because he couldn't hack it. Got too old, and his skills got worse because he had a horrible fucking coach, just like Ronda. Hmm. Anyhow, he has the personality of dry paint. Uh, Looks like it. I hate him. And he doesn't. You guys. I mean, oh, I'm about to get really upset. You guys had. You guys, the WWE here, because sometimes I reference the uh, the audience and sometimes I reference WWE. So I wanted to clarify that. But WWE had the coolest, most awesome story. We were just telling you. Just, just tell Dude, us the Becky story. Ronda. Just yeah, uh, Becky overcoming the ultimate athlete Ronda at WrestleMania. And you guys have shit on yourself and 
over yourself to the point that we have Travis fucking Brown yeah. involved in this. When does it stop? When do you stop adding things? Jesus to this? Christ! It's nothing needs to be added. It's so stupid. We had on SmackDown Becky and Charlotte feuding in this like huge blood feud that didn't involve the third participant in the match. Yeah, it had KO there for of all God's sakes. Yeah, what you would do there if it's these three talents that, you know, want to kill each other is all three talents then would kill each other. Right. And don't tell me that Ronda can't show up on SmackDown. Becky and Charlotte showed up on Raw. It doesn't make any fucking sense. And it's just, this is, you know, we say this a lot. I've listened back to our pre-WrestleMania episodes uh, recently, and we've said it a few times where it's like, this just... This is just what is WrestleMania doing? And then WrestleMania 30 blows our socks off, right? Like we've said it and then we've been proven wrong. However, specifically, this storyline is the most storyline I have ever remembered. It's it's on par. It's worse, actually, than the, the higher power, right? When. Uh, Stone Cold Steve Austin was getting fucked with and then it just turned out to be Vince that had that was different because so much of it led to so much awesome stuff and then it was just a shit finish this had all the makings of just just don't fuck it up guys just hit singles and eventually you're going to hit a grand slam right and instead they changed up their batting swing and now we got Travis fucking Brown and all of this is just underwhelming and disappointing yeah it yeah if you wanted travis brown involved like it feels like that's what you would do if you were going for like triple h and stephanie versus rana and yeah. this asshole but like right. that's not what you're doing again and you can't recapture this lightning in a bottle with this becky rana thing like that's gone you can't put it back now you guys really fucked everything up everybody wanted that so bad and they were like this is finally it. Women right, main event WrestleMania because of this yeah. right here. This one now. Now pull the trigger. And they were like, now? Okay, but that means we got to add. And we were like, no, what the fuck? Now you've added a male counter. You know what I mean? Like, I, I just can hear it now that you've added a male to this main event storyline that was finally for the women. Oh. And now it's like, I just, I don't know. Yeah, it feels like they're going down this path. It's going to be Ronda with Travis Brown. It's going to be Charlotte with Ric Flair. And it's going to be Becky with Conor McGregor. And it's like, that's not needed. That's not needed, man. Are they going to do that? They won't. Conor won't won't go along with it. You think he wouldn't? You know? No. He takes money. No, he's... Well, he's fucking, he's out of his mind right now. Well, yeah, uh, but that's it. That's just, why they get him. They got Tyson. Right, but <laughs> he, he'd end up fucking trying to knock out Travis Brown. He might do it. Um, hey, man. But it's good just. Good coverage. Yeah. It's a good YouTube clip. It's so <laughs> bad. This is this is the most disappointing storyline going into WrestleMania. It is. It really has bothered me. Now, that said, uh, Lesnar Rollins and then McIntyre is half involved now, I guess. I don't is that gonna? Is he getting added to that? What the fuck is going on here? I don't. Well, so I like McIntyre as he, what it feels like we're being told is he's essentially the shield killer, right? right. Yeah. So Roman Reigns, fuck you. There's your concussion. Uh, Dean Ambrose, fuck you. There's your concussion. And now Seth Rollins, fuck you. Take your L going into yeah. WrestleMania. I like that, 
right? I yes. like the 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 shield Try killer kind it. of thing where it's yeah. like, yeah, you three thought you were in this yard. Guess what? I'm in this yard and I'm cutting the grass. So fuck off, <laughs> right? I love that. But Brock Lesnar, you know, as a viewer, he he's he's done everything to oh, for yeah. me. There's unless unless you tell the storyline, which I still think is the easiest, most money storyline you can say, is have him positioned as a baby face, him and Paul Heyman versus the authority, right? So then then it's Triple H, Vince McMahon, Stephanie, Shane trying to exile the mm. champion, Brock Lesnar. Brock Lesnar's like, you line them up, I'm gonna keep kicking well, everyone's ass, right? Well, you can also do too. There's another storyline where you can get him. You know, Heyman double swerves him. You know what I mean? Like you could get him over as a face there. I don't. You know what I mean? You could do that. Yeah, yeah. And Heyman joins the Authority, and then it's every Brock, and Brock right. is just this, you know, uh, this animal in a corner just throwing objects at people. Right? Like you could do that. Because Heyman could say, "Look, I mean, we've had a great run, but I mean, to be honest, you're hitting the downside. They're going to pay me to stay here and work right. in the bag. You know what I mean? I got uh, I got a family. That could know? be a storyline. Right. Yeah, that could be an amazing storyline. But what they're telling here it, it feels as if, you know, knowing kind of what I know, it feels as if, hey, Brock Lesnar is already committed to a Daniel Cormier match. He ain't going to get fucking hurt mm-hmm. going into WrestleMania. You guys can do whatever you want. But uh, I got a bigger paycheck with the UFC. Uh, you can take this thing in April, but I'm going over to the UFC in July. That's what it feels like to me. That's just speculation. It just feels very ordinary. That's how I would say the storyline is. With Seth Rollins and Brock Lesnar, it just feels very ordinary. So Boss and Hug, I thought it was going to be Iconics, but maybe it's going to be Natty and, and Beth Phoenix, or maybe it's a triple threat. What do you think is going to happen here? It's a four. No, it's a it's a fatal four way where no one dies. Mm, yeah. Well, who's the fourth? Here? So you're gonna have. Well, you're gonna have Natty, returning Beth Phoenix. Uh-huh. You're gonna have Naya and confused uh, Tamina. Yeah. You're gonna have the connection, and then you're gonna have the iconics. There's your four. Who wins? Fuck no one. <laughs> no one. Fucking yeah, nobody dumb, wins man. in this. All right. Uh, speaking of nobody wins, Batista. It's going to be the connection. What did you think of the Batista explanation-ish? Uh, I was confused. I thought I thought delivery was really done well. Yeah. Right? I believed what he was saying. Yes. I don't know what he said, but I believed what he said. Everything from uh, if I... Um, like, I didn't quit. Like you said, stop saying I quit. I didn't quit. I Right. Right. If I just saw a performance art of that interview, I'd say, well, that's really good for pro wrestling. Like the interviewer, Michael Cole, kind of pressed him, said, hey, yeah, you know, this, people say bullshit. you quit. Answer yeah. that. Right. Right. Yeah. There was some, there was some pushback, sucks, is what he told which him. was good. <laughs> yeah. So there was some pushback from the interviewer. Michael Cole thought that was good. Yep. There was some real emotion and um, a real life explanation and that's anger how, coming from Batista. It was a believable, honest, everyday man explanation. But it didn't make sense for this. If this is the confusing part for me in this storyline is if Triple H has never beat you, why are you so adamant to wrestle Triple H? You don't beat someone and then call out the loser. Yeah, well, <laughs> you know I what think I mean? what he's saying is since he left because he was tired of this guy, like, you know what I mean, getting his way, trying to talk down to him, treat him like he's just a meathead muscle guy 
for serving him that ever since he left, he's like, you know what? Now, fuck that. I should go back there and kick his ass. Right? Like, I think that's what he was getting at, right? Like, I've always thought, man, I shouldn't have Maybe, left. But- I should have stayed there and kicked his ass. And now I'm going to go back and I'm going to kick his fucking ass. Now, he should have just said that, right? Like, ever since I left, it left a bad taste on my mouth because, yeah, I did leave because I just didn't didn't need to deal with it. I could have went and become a bigger star, which I did. Uh, you know what I mean? But it's still not at me. Like, I shouldn't have left. I should have left his fucking teeth on the floor. That's what I should have done, right? You know what I mean? Like, give us that explanation, right? That sounds a little better instead of a, yeah. he hurt me and now I want to beat him. You know what I mean? Like, just be like, hey, man, he was an asshole and I never gave him what assholes deserve. And now I'm gonna. Yeah. Just fuck him. That would be, well, that would be, yeah, that is way better than what I'm hearing because what I'm hearing is, uh, I don't like him and I want to beat him up. Right. Well, you already beat yeah. him up. Yeah, but I'm going to beat him up again. Well, you did that. That's not proving anything. Right. That's where I get confused on the storyline. Yeah, right. Maybe if, if like if I beat you now you have to come out and publicly apologize to me or something, right? Like put something on the line, right? Yeah. Now, like I said though, the performance of it was good. Mm-hmm. The the substance of it was confusing. And uh, another thing that's very confusing, it, they keep running this in the promo, is Triple H keeps saying, uh we're going to do this match mm-hmm. on your terms, but yes. it's my match. Yeah. Well, then that's your terms. Yeah. He said, we're going to do this on term- on your terms, but the match is on mine. Well, his terms were for a match, so no, now it becomes on your terms. <laughs> yeah, it makes no sense. The only way it's not on your terms is if you were like, no, not a match. Let's just have a meeting in a boardroom. Well, no, that's not, you right. know what I mean? No, it's going to yeah. be a match. <laughs> All right, yeah. I've always thought that, too. I was like, ah, you guys could have worded that better. Um, Braun Strowman is so mad at two non-wrestlers that he's going to enter the Andre the Giant Memorial Battle Royal. I'm so mad. I'm going to go enter a Battle Royal. Well, because he needs to beat up as many people as possible. <laughs> Which was, was I was like, okay, all right, okay. I, yeah. I get you. I, okay. I'll give him I'll that. Give you. Right. <laughs> yeah, one person isn't isn't enough. I yeah. need to beat up everyone. That's I get that. a good explanation for and you hey. being you know, reserved for this here, yeah. Yeah, and hey, they need some star power in the Andre the okay. Giant Battle Royal thing. All right, how much do you bet me uh, uh, that Colin Jost runs in and he finds a way to participate in the Andre the Giant Memorial Battle Royal and gets his ass tossed out like a sack of shit by Braun Strowman? Oh, zero. No, I, I will bet, oh, uh-huh. bet you a million dollars. Yeah, no, right, exactly. he's not taking a bump. Oh, you don't think so? Now, he might. No, he. You know how much money he makes a Saturday Night Live. Well, sure, but they you can, think he's gonna do weekend one, update? Maybe not a just a toss over the rope. You know what I mean? You're no. right. You think Lauren Michaels is gonna let uh, his weekend update guy even take the risk of a breaking chair. a collarbone? I sit in a chair. What's he care? <laughs> weekend update's the only watchable thing on Saturday right, Night Live. Sit in a chair. Why do it? <laughs> like this? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Right. Right. What they talk about? He got his ass beat by Braun Strowman. <laughs> Fuck him. <laughs> okay, so there you go. All right, so that doesn't happen, I guess. Fuck off. <laughs> well, I think I think my, no, but what I think is, you know, those two could cost Braun Strowman mm. the match, right? They could get up on the apron, distract Braun Strowman, then Jinder Mahal throws. It's a good uh, way. Yeah, it's a good way for WWE to work all I the bets. That, but- Right? Because everybody's going to bet, well, Strowman's yeah. going to win that. And then they go, hey, why are you guys betting on right. a thing that's not, that's fucking predetermined, yeah. dumbasses. And then Vince makes a bunch of yeah. money on the I side. Think, <laughs> yeah, I think, uh, I think they'll get involved, but not physically. 
yeah. think they'll distract right. something. Yeah, they'll but be out there be corresponding and, uh, you know yeah. I mean, bump into something and fuck something up. All right, mm-hmm. um, yeah. Miz and Shane. We kind of hit it. We were talking about this off air. It's just it's hard for you to buy into the Miz being a likable dude that you care about. I like the storyline. I like the storyline a lot. Okay. Uh this is another very easy one for me to buy into, right? Shane is pissed that he feels using him for their advantage, whereas his, uh, you know, stake in the claim, he needs to say he needs to be the, own, the the real McMahon. He's the best in the world, yada, yada, yada. So fuck everyone. Totally buy it. And I don't like that, right? So that's a good heel. Miz, hey, man, you really helped me, you know, connect closer with my father but then you broke his heart by kicking my ass in front of him and then attacking him as well uh for that i am going to get my revenge boom love it now what we said off air to for me i just don't like the fucking miz yeah yeah the miz i like the miz when i don't want to like the miz that's the best miz is when i say like he's a prick yeah. Like I don't want. Uh, yeah. like, that's the best bit. I like the storyline. I even like. Is blue. I like how it's written. Even you know, what I mean, like I like his closing line. Like mm-hmm. the only thing you've ever truly deserved on your own was the ass whooping. I'm about to, you know what I mean? Like I like that. Yeah. That was good. I liked him bringing that up. Like, hey man, I didn't come up with nothing. I was supposed to work at his fucking burger shop. You know what I mean? But I fucking changed that, right? You, you know what I mean? Like, fuck that. Like, yeah. I, I like those moments. And this has given us a bunch of these over the years. When the fucking reel comes out. You're kind of like, okay, right? You know what I mean? Like, I hear you, Miz. Um, so in that, I always have respected Miz more and more of that. But you're right. As far as, like, the character, the Miz, yeah, it's just more easy to get behind him when he's the heel. Yeah. he, he there, There's just people that are just naturally unlikable. Me, Miz, <laughs> Trump. It's just, you know, they have to be the heel, that's right? That's the Mount Rushmore so, right there. <laughs> that's the Mount Rushmore right there. Hitler, we're yeah. all up there. <laughs> so, like, you can't make those people mm-hmm. baby faces. And so that's where I just wish if you're going to do Miz as the baby face, you still need to keep a little bit more of the I'm the hardest worker, which he said, but the I'm the hardest worker. No one can touch me. That arrogance, that little bit mm-hmm. of rvd baby face i call it where rvd as a heel and a baby face was essentially the same person it just happened to be uh after a match he would get attacked or yeah. after a match he might attack someone else yeah run with that again like you're saying play to the crowd a little bit run with the whole i'm the must most must see you know yeah. person again in history that. and then use that as like a cocky arrogant like oh miss me right and then you know yeah. that kind of like you're saying the rvd shtick as that and less of yeah, and more of that and less of the my father deserves yeah. to have no. And we don't care. Yeah, nobody cared. Yeah. Yeah. He's his, ugly too. I want you to know I'm serious face. Right? Like, yeah, the Miz yeah. like, dude, Get I see you here. want to smile Just right stop. now. Uh, yeah. <laughs> we all know you're living the dream and you love life, so fuck off. Mm-hmm. Um okay. Uh Kofi Mania, the Gauntlet, Daniel Bryan. What are your thoughts here? So I, I, I said this in a tweet, but this is that moment for me. This is now right. something I can buy into. Yeah. This makes sense. He did what was asked of him. He yeah. beat five of the best heels on SmackDown Live. Right. And then you assholes threw one more at him, and it was the champ. Mm-hmm. And after his exhaustion and, you know, getting hit from left field with this, you know, last-minute addition, then, you know, the the – 
the rug is pulled out from underneath his feet. Well, I'm, I want that guy to win. Yeah. That's the moment. Yeah. Everything else, like what this, Daniel Bryan said is he lost everything. So who cares? And I even liked okay enough the storyline moving forward. Um, but now it's quickly become the thing I'm looking forward to most. Um, I think they have nailed this one since they realized it was catching fire, you know, like, and I see some people out there saying, like, I don't care. It, they, they view Kofi in the same way we view the Jeff Hardy or the Young Bucks where we're like, yeah, I mean, I understand it. I see it. I see everybody, and I kind of get why people like him, but we don't – you know what I mean? Like, I don't necessarily like him, so I don't know why you guys care. But um, – and I was kind of in that same thing. I'm like, all right, but for me, it's tell me the story, right? I don't – there is – Next to nobody on these rosters these days that I feel is like the person. I'm like, I got to watch Raw to see this person, right? Like, because, you know, back when it was The Rock and the Stone Cold Triple H, you were like, they're going to do something great. Now I don't have that like, oh, my God, I got to tune in to see Dean Ambrose is going to do X, Y, or Z, right? It's just, I'm going to see what stories they tell me, right? So if this would have been done with Mustafa Ali, it would have been just the same for me, right? The New Day has added a new element, and I think they've been hinting in story on social media that this is going the way that we've kind of been calling for, that they're going to start pulling a race card on this one. Yeah. Now, uh, I think they're going to hint at it, right? Yeah, they're they're yes. they're brushing up against it. Yes. They're, they're nudging it. They're not going yeah. all into it, but they're nudging it. Uh, two things I'll say uh, as a response to what you said. One – they had Becky Lynch for a moment. They did. Remember, Becky yep. Lynch was must-see TV oh, for a few weeks, yep. but then they said Charlotte needs to be involved, and now Ronda needs to be doing all the cool stuff, mm-hmm. but we don't give a fuck about either one of those. They messed that up. But anyhow, the second thing is, yeah, I, I think what we were saying, they're nudging that race card a little mm-hmm. bit. Now, the only thing where I get – I don't know – Maybe it's because I'm old and I want wrestling to be a certain way and they're telling me in a different way and I'm getting confused. But, you, you, you know, Big E did a big video for about two minutes long where he said, I don't know if this is for us because people like us don't get pushed to the top. They just want us in this role thing like that. And that, okay. But also, like, Big E, you're not, you're not in the story, man. Like, this is Kofi's match. This isn't the New Day's match. So have – I don't know. Have, have Kofi, Kofi tell it, me right? that. Yeah. It feels I don't I don't well, like I think you know, it's the way for Kofi. Heyman, I think it's the way for Kofi not to be attacked by the people who or get mad just because they're nudging up against that and saying that and get defensive. You know what I mean? Which is there's a large contingency of people, especially wrestling fans, that may do that, right? That may dislike him just because he's suggesting such a thing. Yeah, and, and it's not the race card thing that that yeah, I, they were that doing I'm it speaking that about. Too. It just feels yeah. like you're right. Well, no, what I'm saying here is, hey, Kofi, if you've got the fucking problem, speak up. Stop letting Big E and Xavier Woods talk for you. Yeah, stop being a bitch. Like, that makes me not like you. Yeah. I don't like that. I don't like that either, yeah. And yeah. Um, now there's only a couple of weeks left, so maybe they can kind of do it. It's, yeah, it's interesting. And, and I like that. I just think they've done everything well. They They had the big baby faces give it a shout out throughout the night. You know what I mean? They made it feel like a big yeah. moment that everybody back there watching, and they looked legitimately like down to see this happen. They looked excited, right? They were playing a role well, 
Byron Saxton hit a fucking home run in his reaction to Daniel Bryan being out. I believe Byron Saxton was about to fucking walk out of there. Right? They should have had him walk out. They're <laughs> yeah. like, I'm not fucking doing this anymore. Right? Like, you know what's going yeah. on here. You know what I mean? And just let him leave. Because that's what he was like. He was like, oh, it's anybody but Kofi. That's what it is. And he's like, look, I know you're emotional. I like that, too. Like, Corey Graves was trying to be like, and he's like, oh, man. He's like, from telling you exactly what's happening here? Like, he was incredulous. I, I thought, mm-hmm. man, everybody's doing this really well. Yeah. Even McMahon, and again, even I, McMahon it, was a smart yeah. asshole. <laughs> yeah, he was such a the old white guy that's like, hey, <laughs> let's just let's be real here. You're going there to ain't mania. no white guys around. Here. Right, yeah. <laughs> God, yeah, so bad. The only the only thing that just bothers me, and it's not a huge bother, right? Like I'm gonna be into this match, but the only thing that bothers me, and I even. I even was depressed when Daniel Bryan won. They got me. And I'm a, you know, like I said, I'm on that Mount Rushmore of dickheads. Uh, It's just, Kofi, start speaking up for yourself. I want a little bit of distance between Biggie and Xavier Woods and Kofi. When we're doing this stuff, they don't need to be in the fucking ring. Right. right, play the music, high five at the entrance, and then have Kofi walk well, in the like goddamn the, ring. By himself. They came out when he won, and then he's like, "Hey, great, get out of here!" And they're like, "What?" And I like them like kind of yelling at, at Daniel Bryan, like, "Man, you're gonna, you know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. f that, man." I, I like that, distance. But yeah. I want distance because, yeah. yeah, distance because if it's not distance, well, then I want, and maybe this is what happens. Maybe Big E and Xavier Woods cost Daniel Bryan the title and that's how Xavier gets the or uh, that's how Kofi gets Kofi. the title something but yeah, yeah I, I don't know. I just want some distance there yeah I agree with that well I mean those are the big storylines I'm looking forward to this I mean we've got uh, yeah exactly two weeks left before mania and um there's a lot of story left to tell so we'll see how they handle all of this moving forward when you, you got any any big suggestions for the or, or uh predictions for the upcoming week I don't have predictions. I will say it's a little disappointing because if you look back historically, this is some of the more memorable moments on that road to WrestleMania. Daniel Bryan filling up the ring with all the people wearing the Yes shirts, uh, Stone Cold, all of his crazy thing. This week, with two weeks or whatever we have, it felt – and I, I sent a tweet about this. It felt very ordinary. Mm-hmm. It felt very, oh, that happened. Nothing happened. It was very just, okay. Right. All right. Like, I didn't hate anything, but I didn't love anything. The most disappointing thing to me was Travis Brown, because fuck that guy. He's not a star. Yeah. Who cares? Was... Piece of I shit. I like that at all. He's not a piece of shit. Well, he beat his he ex-wife, be. but whatever. Yeah, he, um, yeah, he might be a piece of shit. But... I just don't need him, but the Kofi thing was the moment of the week. I love the Kofi thing. Yeah, that was good. All right, then we will be back next week to talk about what happened, uh, what all exciting things unfolded, and see if they told us a story when we return to the Spanish announce table next week. Fun fact, zebras can't sleep alone.